So welcome to the report card. I'm Blake. This is Jim. How are you? And this is Richard. Hey. Um, sorry, we we're away last week. Hard to organise over a long weekend. It's fucking very hard to organise. In a normal weekend, it's tough to organise, mate. I well, thought it was because you, you had the rash. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the rash. Yeah, yeah. The rash. Yeah, the that rash. was from the jersey, the shirts you were printing. It was. Yeah, that's why they're on hold. Oh, you can't okay. sell them if they give you a rash. But we got the song out. Yep. So yeah. progress. Struggled with through, through the rash for the mm. song. Mm. Let's push through. Shall we push? We're not covering two rounds, are we? Fuck, no, no. Let's just task. let's just cover. I tell you what, though, the the week we did miss was a phenomenal round of rugby. There's some big games there. Like it was one of the best rounds of rugby on paper in years. But let's skip it and let's do the most recent round, eh? Yeah, because I'm shame. sure everyone's already done their dash, spoken about it. So let's let's jump into this week. Hurricane sh- Sharks. Kane's Broke my fucking sharks. heart this, mate. Did you, you know what it would have, and it should have, but I had the Canes in a multi. Oh, did you win? I did. did. Oh. And this is where the multi started. How much did you win? Um, enough. No, no, enough. Enough. <laughs> um, wow. Insane. What? Eight minutes into injury time? 39 phases? And you know what? It all started from actually um, when they were in the when the Canes were in the twenty-two. The, I actually was really impressed by the the, the Sharks' defence in those uh, in the seventy-ninth, eightieth minute, and only when they got out wide and then Lamarcky made a little run out wide, and then they just gave away a couple of penalties. Um, I thought they were going to do it. I honestly thought they were going to were going to play. But looking at the game as a whole, I thought, what a great game! What a great game! And it started off as a very traditionalist game of New Zealanders showing that their expansiveness, their flair, and um, the South Africans just taking those one-ups, keeping those inside line, uh, putting those inside shoulders or testing inside runners. But then they showed a bit of flair as well. I thought it was a fantastic game of rugby, really. It was a really good game of rugby. I was fucking rooting for the Sharks, though, and I really, really did not like the final three minutes of this whole game. Mm. It just was too cliche for them to have it in their 22, run it out, some dog shit penalty that probably wasn't. And then they just piggybacked all the way through, repeated penalties, needed to try that bullshit, and they just got it. Like, I just fucking knew it was going to happen, and it, was, it would only ever happen to a New Zealand team. I'm not saying it was the wrong call or anything. Sure. fuck off, man. They I played heaps better. The Canes fielded a second stringer. But surely, not in every no, position. Surely no. put the shoe on the other feet. You're a Hurricanes fan. That stuff's heroic, isn't it? Isn't that why you get out and support your team, that they're still fighting? into injury time and it's not like they just came back then it was the whole last 15 minutes of the game they were like they were well out they were well out of it and they kept fighting so I know and I know we're coming from this two different perspectives I was sitting there hoping the Canes would get up I I, I, was all over mate I'd given up it wasn't even a chance of them coming back it was really only like the last probably Six to ten minutes, really, because if you include an injury time after that, um, the try in the 73rd, I think that was when I thought that immediately, pretty much immediately hit back after the penalty with a bit about bounce back ability. I thought See, after that penalty, I'm game over. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I thought they'd be able to hold out for that, that period of time. So, um, but yeah, what a great game. And I think we should look at the, the, the positives, though, for the Sharks as well. The, the, the center pairing, Am and, oh, yeah. and um, um, I want to say. Hang on, it will come to me in a second. I, the I other, other centre, we played really well. We yeah, just, he's a unit. I, it a just thousand, made me think that we hadn't given the Sharks the proper props all season. Because for us, it's harder to watch those SA games. And I think they they sort of went under the radar, but they've been formed. Yeah, but I think it's unfair to, to say that. Because if you actually look at the beginning of this tour, I think we'd have... 
it stood uh, our, our reference point was correct because if you think about a game against the against the Aussie teams, they didn't really do as well as what they've done since they've been in since they've been in New Zealand. But they've been a completely different team since they played, you know, the Blues and the Canes, etc. But if you think back to the Australian games, the thrashing they took by the Rebels, for example, you know, we wouldn't have said they were a fantastic team at that point. But maybe the Aussie sides are a little better than we think. Um, and does this make you wonder, as a Canes fan? This sort of discredits the Sharks, but how off their pace they are without Bowden. How integral he is to everything. Because mm. um, I always didn't play like, that bad. No, I don't think he played that poorly, no. but it just looked like none of the systems were firing that we're so used to seeing. Mm. Um, and I don't think Ohio West is a bad player, but they just didn't They didn't look themselves. You kind of just kept waiting for them to take over. And, and they never really did until, as Jim said, in those last horrific few minutes, if you're a... I'd say, sharks it, well, just any neutral mm. who, who didn't want the Sharks to win, who didn't mm. want a Kiwi side to get knocked off at home. I think they do miss Artie Salvaire as well in those games, especially with the, the Sharks have got a big set of boys as well. and they, they, they ran the ball up into contact a lot. And so I, I think they miss they miss him, to be to be honest, as well, don't you think, as well? Artie? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think they're forward, they're, they're, they got eaten. Their forwards ate them, I mm. thought, the Sharks' forwards. Mm. And what their skills are through the roof. Yeah. The Sharks are a light year above your majority super team in terms of 1-15, to 15, ball in hand, passability, not knocking it on, and they're throwing it. They're backing themselves more than they have. They've adopted that sort of Lions strategy, and they're just executing it better than the Lions have been mm. this year. But the Sharks are not shy of being able to score points. They're no, putting absolutely. fucking points on everyone. And the thing is, because, as you say, they're big boys, they get over that gain line. Those post-contact meters, they're able to get their arms free and, and offload. And I think that's a refreshing change for them. And uh, particularly Thomas de Trois, he he uh, got over the gain line a lot, uh, in the first half. Uh, Jean-Luc Dupree, he is just, He's a freak, he, he is a freak, man. He is an absolute freak. Such a mobile. I don't guy. know how you motivate someone to be at his level because he fucking wants it every time. Yeah, absolutely. This has been a great tour for them. Yeah, and you know what? They've only won one game, but I agree completely in terms of them building forward momentum. Maybe being on tour for four games has actually galvanised them. They've been along. They've been together a long time, and maybe they've re- that's that's actually got them. Um, to the stage where they are right now. Yeah. Um, for me, I think moving forward, I'd love to know what everyone else's opinion. Um, Kerwin Bosch is an he's he's special talent at fullback, but long term, do we see him moving in at ten instead of Robert Dupree? I know he's kicking his, his his fantastic, but shouldn't I think it's working? Yeah. What do you reckon? Uh, I think long term, I'd probably see Bosch coming in. I think Bosch will probably come into ten, but at the moment, I like Bosch at fifteen. He's very he's incredibly quick. He's a very elusive. Um, good under the high ball, but just think. Is this the same term. Dupree that the Stormers were running at ten a couple of years ago? I don't think so. Because he I'm got injured, but he had tabs all about him. Nah. No, it is. It, it is, is. Same, yeah. Dupree. Yeah. same Dupree. Had yeah. all about him. Got injured. Now he's at the Sharks. Mm. Man, there's no way there. he's going at fucking. There's no way he's no. getting out of that ten spot. No, he's true. the future. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Kerwin Bosch. Yeah. He's at his time, no mate. Yeah. No, nah, actually, like him. He's got a good boot. Yeah. And that's what the thing with the Sharks. The Sharks have kicking game all around the park and you're just not going to beat, especially if Barrett's not playing. Ohio West is that Bernie Foley thing. Yeah. Bernie Foley, where he just kicks for 20. Yeah. Yeah. Him and you can't, Yeah, you can't get past that 40-meter line. You're not going to beat those two. And it was interesting, actually, and, uh, but I'd love to know your thoughts. In the, obviously, Perinara only played in the first half because he came off injured. 
Um, and so it was it, not only just Barrett missing, and I know they played well in the second half, they scored points, but I think it's it's hard when you're not only missing Bertie Barrett, but you're also missing your nine in the second half as well. And Booth played well when he came on. Um, I think his name was Booth. He, he did well, but when you're missing both of your generals, your two your leading guys, I think that does uh, does put you on the back foot a little bit, really. But um, you know, well, overall, the Hurricanes should be pleased because they came back a win. But yeah, definitely a moral victory for Sharks. Unfortunately, you don't win. You know. Moral victories mean nothing really in the long term. Yeah, it's going to be interesting what they bring back home with them. Mm. If this does lift and galvanise them or this just breaks them. Yeah. Like, you'd have to think the positive. Yeah. You'd have to. But I'd, I'd, just last thing, really, I'd love the fact that in this game, by the way, we didn't spend a tremendous amount of time on set piece. And what I mean by that is set pieces from both teams was really good. Scrummaging worked really well. Uh, it didn't collapse loads of times. And when it did collapse, the ball got out quickly. It wasn't like we were wasting 20 minutes of the game if you add them all up collectively on, on resets. Every and I think um, that, that's testament to you can pull it out from the second row's feet especially the number eight. I do have my questions about that, though. I, I do think it depowers the scrum a little bit. And sometimes teams are suffering for putting a shove on. Mm. So you put a shove on, but they just move it out quick enough. So even mm. you destroy their scrum, the ball's out, they can't get the penalty. Yeah, but I understand them putting the shove on, there, particularly when, uh, especially when the hooker picks up his foot because he has to hit, hit, uh, hook the ball now. And I'm glad I actually finally saw someone ping someone the other day for doing it. Um, so I understand why putting the push on, but yeah, I still. Yeah, but feel, what I'm saying I, is, no, no, a shame I still, that I still feel the ball. It. Yeah, I still feel the ball should come to the back, definitely. Yeah. It is speeding it up, though. So yeah. that's the benefit there. Um, next one, zero surprises here. Sunwolves Tars. Um, it's what we say every time, isn't it? Sunwolves are fun to watch because they're going to throw it around. They're going to run from the twenty-two, and ultimately they're, they're going to get fucking destroyed, and you're going to see some good tries. Um, hard to take too much away from this. Other than as a Tars fan watching it, they're there. They played some really good football. There was there's some moments of, of absolute brilliance. Um, and the Samuels never give up. They're always willing to throw the pill, and that's fun to see. But it's hard to take much away from this, especially the Tars, where they struggle is in the pack, um, and they're not tested there against yeah. a team like the Samuels. So you can pick a small mobile pack, which is what they did with Miller, um, and it, of course it's going to pay off because the Samuels can't match up. Um, and then when the Summers line-out went to shit, game set and match. Yeah, it's interesting this game. I know we mentioned it before, but you're absolutely right in terms of they, they pick a really light pack with Miller at six as that link man as well, Hannigan at four, Simmons five, even Hooper at seven. It's really light, and it's always going to work against the Sunwolves. But did they did they learn anything, really? From Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they did. I think they just got it done. But you can't. I guess you can't fault him. I was really happy to see Miller play. He's been mm. a outstanding player for Eastwood forever. Mm. Um, Got so to try to. Yeah, good to see him get a run. And I actually think Jed Holloway needs a, a wake-up call. Yeah. I was on this podcast week one, two, three, fucking swinging off his nuts. Mm -hmm. But do some hard work, mate. Yeah. I'd rather Miller at this point. Like did he's, we, um, he's being outplayed by everyone. Did we learn that Rona is a long-term solution at 13 or, or not? Um. Yes and yes. I think. Yes, I think he's quite good there. He's is quick. That a yes. And he's uh, big. I don't think he's quick enough to play wing. I don't think he's got no, the boot to play not. wing. No, he's shit at wing. I, I think he's a. I think he's a genuine outside centre. And mm -hmm. with Karevi firming as a twelve and Kurandrani being a fucking bum, um, Rona should be applying pressure to that thirteen jersey. Before they went over there, they were talking about we just want to stick to our structures, not change anything because they're asked because the Sunwolves are considered an easy beat um, and see hopefully that reaps rewards but that shit just goes out the window when you're not challenged in the hitter you mm. get an ad line every time mm. of course your structures are going to work mm. 
Like it's no... Absolutely. But do you think training these structures are going to get you ready for a harder opposition? See, in a... In a like in are a they getting... Did they get better oh. as a result of this? They probably gained confidence, but if you're coming up against a pack that can face you, you're not really going to be in a position to implement what you're implementing right, here. But to play devil's advocate, you can only beat who you play. So yeah. what do you want from them? Do you know what I mean? Like, what, what do you want? They put 50 points on. Uh, no, what more could absolutely. they do? Um, we're not but what we're saying is you 55. can't... 55? All right, that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, yeah, what we're saying is it's hard to deduce much. As someone who wants to come on this podcast, how do you come here and state anything but the fucking obvious? Yeah, yeah they've got some good tries. Look, I'm, I'm coming from a different angle of a sandwich. You know, you're going to shoot me down? <laughs> I think it's so. I think it is. <laughs> um, I that's, thought... that's all I was just like, what, are they getting better here or mm. are they just throwing it around? I thought Jake Gordon um, is just a superstar, especially in an open game. Jake Gordon obviously scored a double early. He's class. And Nayavora, who we call a piano cruiser here, he turns like the fucking Titanic. Um, And we're quick to shit on him and and think he's overrated because he scores those fairly simple tries. You've got to give it to the bloke, mate. Three weeks in a row, he has not only done his job, he's looked the most devastating winger in the comp. Yeah. Like he oh, looks quick, he looks fit, he looks most, hard to tackle. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on most things, but the most devastating winger in the comp. Right? Well, he's so the, the tail last end. Three weeks. He's the tail well, end of the fat winger. The Lions scored four. Sure, well, I'd give you. I'd, I'd take Lamb over uh, Nayavoro. As, as sure, a as a better player, but I'm saying impact in the last three rounds. Didn't Lamb score four tries last weekend? I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Um, impact in the last three rounds. Nayavoro. We didn't do a podcast right last there. weekend, Richard. You can't bring that round. We're not up. talking so, about that round. He said the last couple of weeks, Jim. Yeah. If he just talks about this week, then sure. Can I just say Nayavoro's playing well? <laughs> yes. Well, I've said he shit for years. <laughs> apparently not. Um, oh Nayavoro is like the last dregs of the the fat winger theory. Yeah. You know, in every team, you just had a fat winger. It's interesting, the fat winger theory, because you look at Nadolo, it works a treat, mate. Mm. That guy was a god. Yeah. So it has its ebbs and flows. The fat winger is very hard to stop from 2015 out, steaming onto it. Is it. You can't stop him. It's such a weapon to have... Whenever the Tars were 15 metres out, it was just fucking chucked to the left. Yeah. There's no one in the summer was tackling that bloke. No one. No one in Japan tackling that bloke. I think what's disappointing about him, though, is I'd love to see him, for the sake of the Tars, do some of the early hit-ups. Have him off the back of the line-out, getting it off the nine, hitting it up through the guts. Have him off a scrum first or second receiver, running it at a 5.8. Um, use his bulk to make to get over the ad line against the tougher teams. For me, he, he seagulls a bit too much for such a devastating runner. He's fucking 400 kilos. It's probably real tiring. So he's work great. He's no, I feel it's not bad, but I think if I had a bloke that big and I had a, a forward pack who no one can get over the gain line, I would be using him as a ball carrier. Right, more often, often than he is. Yeah. Hitting it up off the scrums and that. That style. It's very leaguey of you. <laughs> What do we think of Newsom? What do you think of Newsom on the other? Newsom on the other wing. Absolute dog shit. Um, and I know there's big raps on him, man. and he and he he's played a ride off the bench the last few weeks. He had a he had a fucking shocker. Hmm. There's and the poor bloke. It's just one of those days. Newsom was that him? He got offended. He got by offended little? by little. He dropped the ball. He just everything seemed to go wrong. And you have those days. I think it's a bit harsh to write him off, but he was dog shit. If you've normally got Izzy Falau and then Newsom's on there and can't catch a cold. I'm falling for Hegarty. Very good. Uh, I, was, I was swinging. Oh, it doesn't really work. Does it? I thought he was shit at the start, but I'm, you know, he's got me. 
He's joined you? Yeah, he has. Okay. Genuinely very he's, fast. He slow cooked me. I'm heaps in for him. So you are Hegarty or a Kellaway or neither? I, I was big on Kellaway, but mm. I, I think Hegarty's impact is better. Okay. It's more... You are now Gibson. Who's your back three? Next game. Same, oh, fuck Newsom off. Falao. If he's fit. If Falao's fit, he's in. Yeah, so you uh, so next game is, is SEG on Saturday at home to the Reds. Falao's are your fullback. Who's your two wingers? No, oh, Falao's my wing. Falao stays wing. Okay, so Naivoro's your other wing. So who's your fullback? I just told you, man. Hegarty. Sorry, mate. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I apologise. Spruked him for ten minutes. <laughs> sorry. Um, and then I'm going to bench Fecky him. was <laughs> Fecky was amazing off the bench, though. That try Fikeddy. he saved for Keddy. Fecky's a Cronulla yeah. winger, mate. After <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sharkies. I don't know what league is, man. A great effort by him, though, to hold up that try. Yeah, it's easy amazing. just to uh, just to let the other guy score. So kudos to him for that. Um, you can see the Tars benefit a lot from having Kepu back. Yeah, their scrum's not just. <laughs> still small, but um, some will yeah. just suck. Whatever, I don't mind them in our conference. Gives us a free win, but they yeah. just suck. Yeah, plus, it means there's a bit more competition at the top. You know, Tars are close to the Rebels now. So, yeah, it's you know, genuinely getting interesting. It helps the with the points difference. Tars have only uh, three, uh, three ahead of the Rebels, Rebels now as well. So, look, exciting times for the conference this I think yeah. Tars take it by the end of the year. If you look at the early easy run the Rebels had, yeah. I reckon, and the Tars got the wood on them. Yeah. Let's be honest, it's not going to be the Brumbies anymore. I know I tipped nah, them. But. but they are the wood. It's all about the wood. Well, the wood's Summers. No, no, I mean as in like they pipped them in the encounter. Oh, got the wood over. Got the wood over. Yeah, 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 yeah. The wood over. The yeah, wood over. I don't know. Um, Chiefs Ch- Blues. Chiefs Blues. This is another one in the death, in the dying yeah, stage. And, and this is another one. A, a Kiwi side losing their 5-8 and struggling. It was a different sport when Damien McKenzie came off the field. It was the Damien McKenzie show. He went off injured in the first half and then... Couldn't do his thing from the bench. Couldn't do it. He tried. Did he? Yeah, he sent his brother out there to take his spot. Mm. He's just not the same. Um, just... Controversial thing to say, sucked. though. He is an amazing footballer. I'm not denying that. But when the, the thing that I... When I watch him and I go, oh my gosh, that is so good. He is still, when he's running with ball in hand, when he's still... Uh, being that wiry customer, super strong. And I understand that he needs to widen his horizons to be able to play 15 and 10, but yeah. his long-term position is surely still 15, do you know what you'd, I think? You'd think, but just for the for the sake of this game, him off the field, I the Chiefs didn't look like an operation. Yeah, They fell in a pile, uh, and it looked like it took them the rest of the game to the recalibrate. And then the fucking Blues... It's like they just play amazing individual football from time to time, and then with like ten to go, go boys, boys, boys with the blues. We gotta, we gotta lose here. You're gonna win. Oh, yeah. So who wants to drop it next? But it, but it's not any of that. It's just missed tackles. Just one up. Well, if you watch their defensive system, it's they 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 pride themselves on making that one up tackle, one in the ruck, and then then fan out. But too many of them missed tackles. They just fall off them if you actually watch it. It's ridiculous, really. For a professional rugby team, how many they actually missed is is crazy. You know, in that in that um, in the first half, they only had I think forty percent possession in the first half or something like that. Um, but yeah, no, I think the Blues, for the amount of talent they have, still are underachieving. So I, I asked the question to you, really, how long does Tanner and Manga actually have? Because it's another game they should have actually won. I, don't I, often, know. I wonder. Like, I wonder if he's just sacred in New Zealand and you can't shit on him yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, because they, uh, for the squad they have, you, mm-hmm. you cannot play like this. You put an all-black jersey on some of these blokes, mm-hmm. and they're just devastating. 
Mm-hmm. Granted, they probably don't have the depth of other Kiwi sides. You've got to get them um, to that level as coach. Yeah, you? you do. And you see that in the Chiefs and the Canes. Someone it goes be out, worth someone steps up. Penning up a uh, an away black jersey for the Blues. Just pretend they're a Take it to a board meeting or something. <laughs> Mighty ducks season. that shit. That shit. Yeah. Because cause the, the shit they're churning out now is pale blue. Mm. I like the... I like the 10 for the Blues, so the young kid. He looks very young. I don't know how old he is, but he looks like a kid, mate. But he was um, he's really impressive, and they've lacked a 10 yeah. for as long as I can remember. See, he goes through Fritz and Stars. There are moments where he looks like a world beater, and, I, and this is just purely because of experience, probably, not having enough time. But Perifetta, I think, just has a bit of a mind blank sometimes. And But then other times, as, as I say, I agree, he looks a world beater. Are they maybe a victim of a bit of too much chop and change in the back? Yeah, I would agree. That because it, they haven't... They, Ioani played 12 last week. I know we didn't want to last last week, but he played 12. He went from th- wing, week after 13, week after 12, now he's back That's at wing. funny you talking about last week. Mm. Dude, I was here ready to pod. Where were you, man? <laughs> so was I, man. So was I. Um, I liked Gatlin. And by the way, Gatlin coming on as well, that, that obviously didn't help his situation because Moana went off with his shoulder injury and made the, the, the reshuffle, which meant another centre, another uh, mid, midfield change. So I actually agree with that. You need a little bit of continuity at you that do. stage, really. And Tana's all about the now because he knows time's up. Yeah. So they, he's got to make the cutthroat changes. And yeah. they have copped it with injury. Yeah. Like they've... Yeah, have had a tough time. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, look, you should should pay uh, uh, respects to to um, Akiri again. Another week, he again just dominates ball in hand. Did he score this week? No. He didn't score, but there was one moment where he absolutely did Nathan Harris on the wing. He absolutely outgunned him and boshed over someone, and I think they scored from one of the resulting players. So he surely, I know, if Kieran Reed is fit, Kieran Reed plays. But you've said he's going to don a black jersey. This no, year. I'm in, I'm in for to. six and eight. Yeah. He, he will play. Yeah. Absolutely. He's just too devastating. Or, I mean, he comes on with 20 to go. And just Fucking good it. luck tackling him if you're a bit fatigued. Yeah, absolutely. And he's fresh. It's a shame about the Blues. Yeah, it would be absolutely devastating to be a Blues fan. I feel like they're the Tars two years ago. What? Um, shit. Didn't they win it two years ago? No, no three years when ago. they Sorry, were shit. Yeah. The year that they were shit. The year like, after they won it. You mm. know, you're the big city... Everyone has really high expectations. You've got players on paper and you just cannot put it together. Mm. That's what they look like. It would be incredibly frustrating being a Blues fan. Mm. Um, I tweeted that and some Blues fans were like, fucking tell me about it, man. Especially Mm. because we remember the days of Carlos. And some of them were just, fuck you, LZ team suck. All right. It's cool. (laughs) Did you respond with, I know. I just liked it and pushed on. Yeah, I know. Um, going to the Chiefs, I think we need a, a, a guy. I, I have to be honest, until I watched this game, I didn't know not much about him. A Canadian guy, Tyler Ardron, the, um, the second row for the, um, for the Chiefs. I love a cross-continent cross team member. Yeah, I, I, again, I didn't know much about him because obviously they're... they're what do you know about him now? <laughs> I know that he absolutely put a shift in. He carried the ball. He claimed the ball at line-out. He cleaned out really well. Like, I like to put a shift in. Put a shift. <laughs> just shut up at work. <laughs> I don't think that's what he meant. He meant like a tip on, right? No. No, uh, he no. came in, mate. He punched on, bummed yeah. on. Did he? Yeah. yeah. Clocked on. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Had his time card with him and everything. Yeah. So he was meant to start at nine, got there at eight. That style. Uh, seven, mate. Yeah. So Is that because did you early. tweet that about shifting or something? Did you? I don't know. But there's a matter of me. You put a shift in. Someone tweeted something about shifting. 
I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. Someone <laughs> tweeted, I thought it was like a, a tip on, like passing. No. But they refer to it as shift. I don't know what you're no, talking about, Jim. No. Oh, I feel like I've explained it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to push it. Rambi's Reds? All right. Or did we, you, uh, just the last thing yeah, about Chiefs. Still raving about this just, just Chiefs. Alan Marley, the fullback. Still at work. Still at work. Talk about... I tell you what, the Australian conference is fucking perplexing. And on top of that, the next level is even inside the 80 minutes, it's perplexing. 25, 30 minutes in, it was how bad are the Brumbies and how done is McKellar and how done is their is that, formula. Is that, is that masked by the result? And then, well, yeah, the last 50 minutes look great. Mm. So, so it does it does mask it? Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Tars a few weeks earlier yeah. when they were getting smashed by the Rebels. It was like, how oh, Gibbs? Oh, yeah, pretty good. Um, it's still really not, strange. Just for the record, I'm still not a fan of Gibson. No, it just sucks. <laughs> um, it was just a really, really strange game. And mm. it's hard to go too hard on the Reds. You, you kind of have to. They got smashed by a fairly lackluster Brumby side. But it was, it was a fun game of rugby. It was an exciting game of rugby. There were definitely... I think two moments that changed the tide completely mm-hmm. um, and the Reds couldn't bounce back. One, as always, the bullshit yellow card. That was dog game. I don't know what world that's a fucking yellow card. Um, but I think it totally ruined the Reds' momentum. Just ha- ta- playing with 14 blokes is utterly exhausting and they never bounce back from it. Um, and then the other was when Pocock... Knocked it backwards. It was clearly a try to Karevi. It's awarded. The Reds are in front um, in the start of the second half. It's a different game. Um, Momentum's such a huge thing. Isn't didn't it? even. And I understand huge that the thing. ref missed it. So then there was an injury stoppage. It played on the big screen. And I think the decision is because the ref didn't go upstairs. They can't rule on it. But that's ridiculous. If a ref doesn't see quite a few things and the TMO gets in his ear, ear a lot of times and oh. says, uh, excuse me, you might have just missed that. No? I just couldn't understand. I literally couldn't understand. And it was After that point, it was game over. Hmm. Um, it, like, it was just definitely a try. Hmm. And I just, whatever. And this game, probably not that big of a deal. But imagine you getting that call wrong in a, a bladder slot. Fucking nuts to me. So I think those two were the the catalyst for the Reds breaking mm. and the Brumbies getting their shit together. Um, I don't know, big, big turning points there. But for the Brumbies, welcome back, David Pocock. Mm. Does five times more tackling than any other human being. He made so many fucking tackles. Um, and his ability to slow down the ball and just be a constant threat. Um, and this season... The stats may prove me wrong, but it does seem pilfering's less prevalent, and it's more when teams have made a line breaker or fatigued mm. that you get the pilfer. Pocock seems to just still get them. He's the one bloke that those rules don't seem to apply for. I think he was incredible, mm. um, and clearly he's the point of difference. They don't win, and he doesn't play. Oh yeah, no, definitely. What I, I don't know the difference. I'm, I like a stat. I don't know if you know. He's a stats man. Um, I don't know the difference between first and second half, but in total, uh, the, the the Brumbies missed thirty eight tackles. Um, and um, was there? Did you notice in the game? Do you think that was more prevalent in the first half than the second half? Um, I think in the first half they they missed hit ups. The physicality just wasn't there. They didn't match the Reds. The Reds, despite being a young side, are fucking big boys. Mm-hmm. Lots of big Islander boys in that team. Um, and they use their front rowers to crash it up where other teams don't, Timu, etc. And I think the Red, the Brumbies were slipping off. Mm. But they weren't that 
punishing because they were all up close. In the second half, it was the wiry wingers made a few massive runs uh, for the Reds, and those boys looked devastating, but Jesus Christ, neither of them can tackle. Mm. Like, allergic to tackling, those wingers. And what do you think about, if we look at the, the Reds forwards, because you've mentioned Timu at the moment, instead of playing because the return of Higginbottom this, uh, this week, Timu got moved to six. What were your thoughts? Um, maybe it lessened his impact a little bit. He's still a fucking beast. Mm. Um, I thought Higginbotham was... He's just a grub, mate. He's a grub and a bit of a bum. I'm not in for Higginbotham. I am at this level. I don't I don't think I've got any business seeing him in a gold jersey mm. again, but that's a good back row, Timo and Higginbotham. My only issue... Not in. My issue would be just to... Is not it going to stunt the development of Timo moving him to six rather than eight? I get it. Higginbotham is a very good... Super open player, and it's just whether you're looking at the big picture or whether you're just looking too at too many this, penalties. This for, right just swap them. Like, uh, yeah, no, I'm happy for that. Yeah, yeah. I think they're both going to be in the eight. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, what changes if you swap them? What changes? They're just where they line up on attack. No, what side of the field they're on? No, I, I, I would say that there's a, a lot, quite a big difference really between what's an expectation of a six and uh, over an eight. Really, I think there is, but. Let's say, for example, the Wallabies. I don't think Pocock plays like an eight. He no. wears eight. He plays like a seven. Yeah. Whereas, so Timu could just wear the six, and for all intensive purposes, he's an eight. Mm-hmm. But I think generally the difference there is the eight carries the ball a lot more, defends a bit wider, jumps less in the line out, and uses his skills as a link man at the back of the scrum. Mm. Whereas the six is a bit tighter, is Absolutely. the second flanker and pilferer, jumps in the line out. Yeah. But I reckon a coach at this level could say, mate, don't worry about the number. This is the job I want you to do. And and what about the... uh, You talked about the front row. Um, Obviously, are you happy with that front row continually? fucking incredible. Yeah. The Reds' front row is amazing. Um, They were both concussed. Tupo had done his shoulder. Um, This was actually the game where the scrum... I thought the Reds showed complete dominance against an all Wallaby front row. Well, Falafang is not, but he should, he will be. Other, other than Kepu, is that a worry that potentially that was your first front row? No, so the Reds is my first choice front row. Um, if I can get to Taft back to play hooker, he plays hooker because he can actually throw it in sometimes. <laughs> um, the, no, the, I'm very excited by the Reds front row. Very, very excited. Um, very big, good things happening there. Yeah. And um, Nasserani for moving across to the Brumbies, talking about forward still. Nasserani's impact. Yeah, good. Yeah, he, uh, stepped it up, but he took time. Yeah, yeah, you know. The thing that I noticed about the Reds is on the back foot, their def- defensive structures broke the fuck down. They could not manage at all, and you notice that when you just see four forwards score the tries, mm. and they just get and all that when I because I watched it on record when I saw that all the forwards are scoring and I was just like rattling malls. Easy off the back of the scrum. It's just taking hit ups within the twenty-two and just making meters. Mm. So as a result of progression that occurred earlier, them taking those short balls, they just couldn't stop it. Mm. And that try in which fucking Alalatoa put that gorgeous ball through for who was on the fly. Did you watch that one? Yeah, I would have. I just can't remember. If you watch the lineups, there was a fucking massive hole out wide and just out the shoulder of BPA, mm. and they just saw it and went it. Like, it's just real bad defence that was. Like, that was an outstanding attack. It was Is a it scrambled? Pass. No, but the, the, they're just way all too close to the oh, ruck. Okay. So they're anticipating the Brumbies just to just fucking do that. You've got to think that that's fatigue and yeah. lack of concentration, and then they're probably just confused that the game's turned so quickly on them. Mm. They're in front, and all of a sudden they're behind. But on your point there, Al Alatoa, how exciting. CO and Al Alatoa can both carry the ball, can both tip on, are both skillful and are decent scrummages. You've got Tupo and Slipper, 
coming through as excellent scrummages and really good ball carriers. And then you've got Kepu. Um, how exciting that we have five I'm sure it was Arnold. I'm pretty sure it was Arnold running off that, the Arnold try. Oh, that was an amazing yeah, ball. Yeah. Um, but how exciting that you've got five props that I would happily start in an international, and I think they would all hold their own. Mm. Chance Penny? I just found he was very forceful on the last pass. Did you think we just hold it, man? Like, he's always throwing it and just went to ground a couple of times, ruined some momentum. He, he's definitely not played as well as he did last year, but he scored that good try, had a good finish, um, and he had a lot of success running over those piss-weak Queensland defenders. Mm. The um, boys, the young boys. Yeah, can run, mate, but Jesus, they can't tackle. There was metres for days out there. Just, um, he was... Someone made the point, I can't remember who it was, they're saying that you've got to remember with John Spanning, he's still actually not played that many games. I know he was a kid yeah, player, yeah, yeah. but maybe he just needs in that extra bit of time to, to play. And changing teams Absolutely. is probably going to have And the structures of how they want to play. Um, what did you think about uh, not Kusak not playing? And uh, with uh, you happy for him and McCaffrey coming in at six? You happy? Oh, I, I think, I mean, McCaffrey didn't last long, obviously, this no. week. Um, that's sad for McCaffrey. He's one of those mercenaries who's been around forever mm. and he's finally getting a regular go due to injuries. Yep. Um, and he's finally playing really well at this level. To see him go down injured was, it sucked, man. Mm. I feel really bad for the bloke. But that's the game, isn't it? That's, what that's happens. the game we play, yeah. yeah. Good to see Carter come back off the bench and get a meat pie for the Brumbies. Captain off the bench. Yeah. Was this the first time, by the way, that uh, Lucas versus Lucas at half? It was. Ever. First time ever. And then he knocked him out. Yeah. It's not ever. <laughs> Looked bad, too. Yeah. yeah. That was sad, man. How cool. Apparently, they went out for dinner the night before the brothers <laughs> and then came and played. Did one look at the other and go, I'm going to fucking knock you out? Is <laughs> that what they said? Um, it sucked, man. And... and I actually reckon both Lucases are better than Powell and Tuttle. Yeah, you know what? I've, I've praised Powell recently, but I have to um, eat some humble pie. He's not been in the last couple of games, particularly. Um, even when he came on and last week, he's not, not done as well as what... And I, I think people will see this week that when he came on, the Brumby started to, to tear mm -hmm. him open. But I don't think that was an account of Powell. No. I think that was an account of the other blokes on the bench. Yeah, and having at that point, the Brumbies had a foothold in the game. They had front football. They were moving forward rather than backwards in a first scrum up. That's massive. Mm -hmm. um, are you, this is controversial, maybe, but again, are you happy with the back line as it is? Are we good that Godwin's gone? Godwin's obviously going off to Europe next I'll year. I'll tell you well. what I found crazy as I am, but he was amazing off the bench. Mm. And he was good last week. And I'm the first boat to come in here and shit on Godwin. It's like since he signed that contract or since he got dropped, he's mm. finally coming on and playing to his potential. So it's, it's a tricky one. He's mm. playing well. The one that, that literally... Down all he did do was come on and do left boot bombs. Man. No, man, he broke the line two or three times. Made a lot of tackles. I thought he was good. I thought I really do. I really think he played well, and he played well the week before. And I'm the first to shit on Kyle Godwin. Um, the the one that I just can't get my head around is just what happened to Tavita. I reckon 2013, 2014. Says here Godwin clean breaks zero, man. I didn't see any long breaks. Oh, I thought he played well. Watch the tape. You're a stats man now. I'm the stats man. I just was like, you did two good kicks, left boot bombs, midfield. Can well I just timed. say, Jim, loving the stats, mate. Yeah, the stats man. Stats, man. Oh, I sit stats man, Jim. I write some stats down too. Don't no, worry stats. about old Jim. Yeah. He gets his pen out. Um, but what happened to Tavita? Honestly, 2013, 2014, potentially best back in the world. The guy was devastated. You're going to make me say it, mate? What? He is going to make you say it, yes. Uh, I'm not going to say it. What? I don't know what. I don't know How what old is he? He's 26 or something, according to his 
Bless Jimmy. Jim's playing face. Pasty's used by him, mate. He is. He's a bum now. He was a bum for the Brumbies last year. He does yeah, show up harsh. with the gold. Does that's show harsh. up with the gold. Works well under the Czech regime. But Brumbies regime. He He's hasn't had a good game for the Brumbies in a very long time. And no. what's shocking me, he even sucks two metres out from the line. Mm. He used to be one of those blokes that could sniff out a try. Mm. Run off the halfback. Now, yeah, it was tackle you, mate. Do you know his total um, run metres was only 13 metres out of eight runs? 13 metres. That's, wow. that's it's completely amount. useless. That's crazy. Like the, and he missed three out of ten tackles as well. No, not his finest down. And he used to be quite a good defender. I don't. Know, I, I legitimately don't know what's going on there. Hopefully it's just the old Adam Ashley Cooper thing where he's all sharp for the gold and relax the rest of the season. I'm not sure. Yeah, but does he relax so he gets paid for the gold so he's not injured? Maybe. Is there a bit of, you've got to throw your body on the line sort of thing, a few mates gone round, gone down around you. But he doesn't make it, Karevi's making metres on him for fucking Well, the, my hate concern, him. though, Karevi is that him. Karevi is clearly a number 12. It's as clear as day. When he plays 12, he can defend, he can bust the line, and he can throw a decent pass. He is a number 12. As soon as he plays 13, he defensively looks in all sorts. At 12, he looks like Mar Nono, mate. He's just stomping blokes. He was putting on some massive hits. Huge hits. He was completely dominant in this game, Karevi. Um... As a 12. And I think it's as clear as day now. The problem is, though, you're never going to play Bill at 13 if we're looking... No. No, you're never going to play Bill at 13. So, I don't know. What does this mean? For the Wallies, what are the implications here? Which, yeah, I don't know. Does, does Karevi get Bill's jersey and Bill comes off the bench? Often that versatility? Does Bill play happen, 15 right? and flails on a wing? I'm, ju I'm just That's probably more likely. Here. More likely, yeah, Beal playing 15, yeah, coming in as the second receiver. Um, I, but I like the Foley-Beal combination, but they are fairly lateral. But they are starting to work really well together in terms of who's first receiver. But that can happen from 15 anyway. Am I wild to say that Folau's days at 15 are on the, on the wind down? I just think he's played better at wing, especially for the Tars. He's been, I don't know. I don't been into this Hegarty routine where he doesn't... Fucking Folau can't do what Hegarty does. I, I still I think at uh, international level, I think he's a very, very good. He'd be in that conversation along with Ben Smith and others that you would say... Who, are you, who would you pick a 15 in a world 11? Well, I'd he's probably a, pick Israel Folau. Yeah, he's a very... Over Ben Smith. Yeah. I just reckon Israel Folau gets the In ball. their prime. Yeah. In their prime. Israel Folau's incredible, mate. So I agree. He is a very good player. I'd still keep him a, a fullback for me. He's, he can take high balls. He finds gaps. Can't take high ball. Yeah. But, just, he's just but, distribution. but have we just talked him into 13? Ooh, if no, you're saying Karevi's moving in, no, Beal's going back. Oh, God, no, settle down. No, I'm just posing can, questions. Well, no, you're not posing them. We went through this 13 phase last year. No, right. year How's Quaid, man? How's his sevens career? Right over this. <laughs> apparently, Quaid played really well. Yeah, apparently he did. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that talk of the town at the end. Okay. We're um, on this game a bit, but... Sorry. Well, it's just some interesting implications, I think, for the Wallaby side. And I think uh, in terms of the Wallaby 8... I think there's some interesting implications here because for me, Nasrani is not eligible until 2019. He can't play eight. He can Botham's old man winters, mate. You can't not going to go back to him. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I'm picking Timu. You picking Timu? I, I, I just think the Wallabies need a ball carrying back rower. 
As, and as, it's not fucking Ned Hannigan. No, of course not. Has, um, has Murphy not found a great, great, a great granddad or great grandmother somewhere? He's already Australian? played for Japan, so he never can. Oh shit, yeah. Otherwise, Murphy is a no-brainer. Yeah. Tamani's not doing his job at the Rebels. Higginbotham's tried and tested, hasn't done it. Nasserani Shaw. There's, there's Wells. Don't forget Wells in this. I've forgotten Wells, and I happily forget Wells. <laughs> Um, for me, I want a ball carrying eight. Does does Jack do it, or does game. he just do Hooper Pocock? And then fuck, they're short. I need a tall six. Let's get that bum Hannigan. He probably will go Hannigan. Oh right. god damn it! If because he does, he, he, he's not going Hannigan today. He has to. Who's I'll eat my hat now. Six. Live on this podcast, I'll eat my hat if Hannigan runs on at eight. Okay. This year. Six. No, not today. Six. 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 Oh, six. six. My hat's off the table then. Hang on, now put the hat on. There is a hat on this table. I know you can't see it, but there is a hat on this table. He's not eating it if he plays six. I want a ball carrying eight. Yeah, I agree, but he will. I would say he'll probably play him as a line-out option. Yeah, it's gross. It's got to be Timu. Check's already come out and been like, I love the kid. He's already I said agree. it. He's I, doing the hard work I'm, now. I agree. Anyway, let's push. Posing questions. I just pose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next game. Stormers Lions. Fuck, there's a lot of points scored, eh? Yeah, in the Super Rugby. There's a lot of no points one scored. takes the points. They'll go for the try. Lions are. Uh, well, I'm just on that, by the way. Some teams have recently. They've obviously been listening. Listen to the podcast. Yeah, the Sharks take the points. <laughs> the Reds took the points. Wait, the, Chiefs. That song this yeah. way. the Chiefs took the points. Reds yeah. took the points on a number of yeah, occasions. Yeah, they are starting to and take the points. That's why they lost. I'm finding teams to. Uh... I'm finding teams are taking the points um, in the train tracks of the goals. So if it's a throw over, they take it. Uh, the one I can't work out is when they they take it around the forty meter line. That's the only one I'll never understand. Surely that's when you go for the line. Yeah, but for the forty meter line, for many of them, it is a pretty much a throw over. No, but I'm doing that forty five and wide. They oh, seem to wide, go for the yeah. three five out. Well, we'll go for the line out. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that. I just can't understand it. Yeah. Unless you're Robert Dupree, who just doesn't miss. Yeah, that too. Um, on this one, I caught the replay of this, and the Lions looked um, very clinical and scored some beautiful tries. Well, only having thirty-six percent possession of the game. That's why I mean the yeah, clinical. Yeah, when I they agree. had it. Did you I get thirty-six? Thirty-seven. Yeah. Different stats. Different stats. I think. Um, I, think I see. You, I'm calling you on your stat shit now. You've um, you've rounded up. Huh? Uh, up you've rounded up. You rounded down. Uh, no, I've kept it honest. Oh, it's right. 36.7. I did round up. Yeah, Sorry, up. we've pushed on, and I just didn't mention how shit George AU was as a TMO. Can I just put that out? I just want to table that. I'll okay. leave it there. Talk of the town, we'll come back. All right, Bring sh- it back, talk of the town. All right, let's come back, talk of the town. But yeah, interesting, you got 36 there, yeah. Um, well, Lions game, it's I just... Just 37% time in other opponents' half. That, that may be uh, why we were confusing. Different stats? Yeah, different stats. I'll just jot that down. Thanks, yeah. man. I thought Zhangchi looks like he's just got time for days in well, this game. Well, the Stormers aren't a shit team. And I watched this game. They're not. No, they're, they're not. not. They're really not. They've got some names. Peter Seftertoit played fucking outstanding. Name them what you like, mate. Willemsa. Did they scored 31 points. They scored 31 points. You're telling me a shit team. Oh, yeah. Conceded 50. Sorry, not interested in how many scores. There's some also. But it's the Lions. They've got points in them. They Ooh. do. I Don't. They do. They do. They fucking Lions do. The especially are... when they pick the team they pick. Go look at Jim, their team, they man. conceded 50. Yeah. You can name your South African players that you like, all you like, they conceded 50 points. Yeah, because the Lions are an attacking team through and through. Just, they just are. Um, to maybe add a little bit, how did the Lions do last week? They're not even playing that Didn't well. Didn't do a pod last week. Man. I know, just <laughs> check for me, because I know, just to not, this won't help your argument. So lost eight points. We've got points in them, do they? 
Can't concede 50, mate. Stormers aren't playing well. Well, look, we didn't do a pod last week, so you can't draw upon <laughs> Bat. It is the Crusaders, though. Check the week before. 35. Against? Lost, mate. The... Yeah, they're shit, aren't they? Yeah. I ju- I just 40. Come on, look the at Sun this. Wolves. 35. 40. They're not 49 playing. against the, the Bulls. The Lions aren't playing. 47 <laughs> against the Jaguars. Mate, they got points in them. Jim, you've won the Sun against Wolves, the Jaguars. Jags, and Bulls. <laughs> they scored 39 against the Jaguars, <laughs> mate. Yeah, they've played them twice. Oh, jeez. Like the teams you're naming, I, I stand on with Rich on this one. You can't concede 50 points and have 70% no. of the ball. No, you it's can't. It's not good enough. No. Um, but the, but the more worrying thing is, by the way, they're number one in their conference and they're going to get a home draw. What do you reckon then? Is that a is that a fucking stuck too strongly to their structures if they're holding all this possession and not crossing the white chalk? Well, to give you some reprieve, Jim, the Lions' tries were fucking chip and chase and inside balls. So well, they're the little first moments chase, of poetry. The first chase, and if you watch, go back and watch the highlights of the game, the first try, rather, Willems have copped this horrendous pass. And I don't know what your stats say, Richard, but I started counting... <laughs> Balls that actually fucking hit the chest, like passes that hit the chest, which is rudimentary. Is that out, it's, in, is that out in front? Out in front. Out, not even hitting the chest, but out in front. In yeah. the hands, so we can mm. eliminate time. The fuck's ridiculous. They're at the knees, they're at the toes, they're up in the skirts, they're fucking How much, these guys paid? How much are they getting paid? <laughs> Man, ever since I've started training, that well, shit. <laughs> it could, I could blew my mind, especially in this game, where they were collecting it from. Now, pressure is another thing, but he get it, and then they obviously predetermined they were going to do a little chip kick over the thing because the rushing defence. He got it at the fucking... He picked it up at the at the bloody... Up high. The atmosphere. Yes. Yes. He it back down. By then, Tamway goes, I know what you're doing, lad. Charges onto it, try time. Is there something to be said about just out and out pace? Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Four tries. Yes. We're talking up the piano yep. cruiser saying yep. he's doing his job. But if if you can just there is run no this sub- fast, there is no substitute. But for the pace. two th- for wing pace and Angus beef out wide. Yeah, so if you can have beef. one on each, yeah. so it used to be you go pace and someone who can kick, so mm. they can get you out of territorial trouble. Now it's pace and Angus beef. Angus mm. beef. Yeah, yeah, you get an Angus beef and you get pace. You, that's so handy. And if you get that rare combo of both, Falau, Savia in his prime, mm. Lamb, so, Savia was where I was going. John Alomu, he had a But bit those of blokes and... rarely have a kicking game. He had though. runny beef. Runny beef. That's, runny, what, that's what you runny, want. Runny beef. <laughs> it doesn't sound right, it but does. I understand it sounds what like you're doing. Oh, my God. But, yeah, you're right. Can't concede 50 points, yeah. mate. The, the Stormers are, for me, are that team where I always want more from them. They've got a, no, they've got a good enough um, set of players that they, they should be doing better than what they are. Every week for me. They've got some wonderful players. And I think the, the Lions are just waiting for consistency. Mm. And if they arrive at it, they've got the personnel to do this to a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, they just can't seem to put it together two weeks in a row. But my critique of them is clinical against shit sides, not on the park against good sides. Yeah. Like they're not showing up. I think they're still missing Warren Whiteley a lot. Oh, anyone would miss Warren Wiley. I agree. Yeah, I'm actually going to ask you boys right now. I know we're over a third of the way through the competition. Put your money where your mouth is. You already won some money this week. Who wins the South African Conference? Sharks. Lions. Because at the moment the Sharks are a reasonable distance behind the Lions, but they're they're probably based on the form we've seen recently, the best team. So the Lions Sharks haven't travelled though. Yeah, Lions haven't travelled, and they're not going to travel well. 
Well, they travelled to Buenos Aires. And they got their asses wrapped up yes. in fucking a burrito, mate. <laughs> That's not what they eat in Argentina. Or gogi steak, isn't it? No. I don't know, I've never been there. <laughs> I'm sure it's some oh, we'll deviation of the other burrito. Oh. But it's definitely not. No. No. <laughs> the Jags Crusaders? Um, just look, the same shit from the Jags, man. They're just so haphazard. No, I just think Crusaders are that good. They are. They, they beat good. the Lions on the road. They beat the Jags on the road. And they have had their whole team injured. As blokes start to come back into this well-oiled operation, um, they'll be, they're will be they hurting after the Canes loss, and they're making teams pay. And the Jags were... But the Jags bring the same game plan to every team. In some weeks they execute. Very rarely, it though. Ties, man. Mm. A tired Taz. I'm excited about the, the, the Satyrs, really, because, do you know what? You're absolutely right. They've had injuries recently, and I think that injuries, in a way, might have been a blessing in disguise for them because they actually got extra players in there who might not have played otherwise, and that's obviously deepened the, the squad that they've had. But they seem to do that every year, don't they? And the squad just gets deeper and yeah, deeper. Yeah, so I think it's, uh, I'm excited to see them evolve over the next little, um, next few weeks, really. Uh, look, for me, um, I only I caught a bit of this live, and then I watched the highlights. Um, for me, just having Crotty back... Everything runs. Mm. Everything runs smoother. He's so important. He's a level there, eh? And I just think that he has to be the All Black 12 for that reason. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they will. They're, and they're really good at picking that position. I, but I love reason. now it's not even humble pie for me. I genuinely think he's just an incredible football player. Mm. I got that wrong mm. with Ryan Crotty. He is a machine. And when he's in their team, they're a good team. When he's not in their team, they're still a good team. And they're not quite <laughs> as good. Yeah, he adds so much to that team. Not only do, um, offensively, but just defensively, everything just seems to be a, a lot more structured. And he competes hard. He's one of the few 12s that really still competes Genuine hard in the ball. Genuine competitor. That yeah. Rob Horn, and I don't mean to liken them, but he played as a second flanker. <laughs> well done. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, all right, should we uh, have a quick preview of next round? Sure. First game, the Canes at home. What do you think of this one-game Friday shit they're running? I prefer two games. I'm not going to lie. Look, Saturday's chock-a-block. Oh, I love the chock-a-block. Fuck, Saturday. how good does Saturday look? I'm out of the country. That hurts. Oh, look at Saturday, man. we got a 105 Sun Blues. Oh. Who cares? But the Rebels are playing <laughs> at 315. Oh. Then the Rums. Then oh. the Taz Reds. Oh. SCG, mate. What a, what a wonderful game that will be as well. Under That'll the... be awesome. And the Reds, they will... Oh, we'll get to that in a minute. Let's go. Each game, but that's an incredible Saturday. Fucking Vietnam. All right, game one, Canes Chiefs. <laughs> Got to get Canes in. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen enough from the Chiefs. Do you know what? Even if, even if Mackenzie is fit, um, and do we Perinara, know where Bowden is? But, at? but even if Perinara did he is play not off fit, the bench, Bowden? No, he was he's in, he was injured. He, stood, he sat the, um, with I, his uh, with his mic on, like he was a backup dancer or something. He was, mm. but I still still pick the Canes over the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. How about, how about his injury? Yeah, yeah, Any yeah, word? Yeah, What's yeah, Town say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. Town say about his injury on the on talk of the town? Yeah. Uh, well, look, I haven't heard from my intel. Mm. Mm. I'm going Canes anyway. Yeah, Canes. Yeah. All right, push. Some Wolves Blues. Tell what, Blues could get on the will get on the board here. Let's not fuck around. Uh, they lost happened, to him last me, year. Yeah, but what happened last they year? lost to him at Prince of Chibibu. Right, who are you backing? Prince of Chibibu. Who are you backing? Yeah, I'm going Blues. Yeah, yeah, Blues. Thanks for wasting much time. But yes. fuck, you know. But fuck. But no, you never know. Uh, <laughs> they could. <laughs> <laughs> they could. It's awesome. <laughs> right, Rebels, Rebels, Jags, Rebels, Jags. We move on from. Well, how, when was the last time Jags jumped on a plane <laughs> with their passports out, <laughs> collected a few stamps? I reckon they're going to. Tr- they're struggling here. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going Rebels. Okay. Um, yeah, Rebels had the bye. They, yeah, they get this done. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Rebels. <laughs> Highlanders for my next one. Highlanders, Brummies. Yeah. I think they're gonna be, there's going to be some exposure here. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a shame for the Brummies after Marfie. getting that win <laughs> against the Reds um, that they, they can't build anything because they're going to hit a brick wall. Yeah. Yeah, Forsyth. Do you think we'll ever see Kundrani get dropped? For or is there too much weight in that name? Too much weight in that name? Tars, no, Tars, man. The Wallabies or Brumbies? No way. No, Brumbies safe as hell. I pick him every time too. Yeah, because I've seen how good he can play. Yeah. Posing questions. Jesus. Dargaville was good. Dargaville. Tars Reds at the SCG. That this is awesome. I tell you what, don't just say Tars here because the Reds have got an incredible scrum and have got a very good tight five and the Tars have got nothing. What's on at Allianz? That's what I want to know. The soccer, isn't it? Is that... I'll just make that up. I think that's the thing. Who are they playing? I'm, I, I literally don't. I'm not going to back it up with any more comments because I have nothing uh, it to is, support. I don't, I don't even know what that sport is, man. What sport is that? What is soccer, man? Yeah, well, it's let's just talk about how cool it would be to watch an old school game of rugby at the SCG. I love the fact it's at the SCG. I wish more games were well, at the SCG. Well, let's go. It's Why cool, go? but the pro- it is a great ground, but not for rugby, though, because uh, you miss so much of the ground. You want to go? Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Nah, I don't want to either. I'm in Vietnam. <laughs> oh, Otherwise, I'd be there yeah, with yeah. bells on. I'm going to put it out there. I know what you're saying. It's not a great game for rugby, but I'd rather go to the SCG to watch the Tars play than go out of ANZ to watch the Tars play. I'm oh, ANZ, that. yeah. I'd, are you kidding? I'd rather get a renowned park, mate. I don't even know where that it's is, but sure. It's a shit park in Wardale. Yeah, there's a shit park in Wardale. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> sure, I agree. That's a strange segue. Tars are very heavy favourites here, and with reason. Reds just got smashed, um, and the Tars got the million-dollar backline. They do have the million-dollar backline. Where they you lose me with the Reds is to two positions, key positions to 15, not in. Tawa, I think he's playing all right. He's but playing all right. The back three suck for the Reds. He's not, he's not a Wallaby. He's oh got God, no. no Is Falau back? He's just tweeting. <laughs> um, I'm Are we not touching that now, but we're no, we just a song with it? I don't, um, I don't know if it's going to make the final cut. All oh, right. <laughs> um, I'm going to put it out there. If it rains, is it, do you know what the weather is? I think it's stinking hot and sunny. I'll check. Yeah, we'll get, I'll get my weather stats out. Please do, get your weather. Yeah, 30 degrees sunny. Okay, I'm going tired then. In, mm. Flat track, get the ball wide, really hot. I'm going to go, for Israel plays, first name basis, now we're tight. Yeah. He, Flower plays, Tars win, he doesn't play, Stars still probably win. <laughs> It'll be a lot closer. It'll be a lot closer. I'd love to see the Reds get it done up front. Who's running 12 for the Reds these days? Karevi. Who's running 13? Fowler Sortia. He's playing real well, too. They've just, for me, and I reckon John O'Lance isn't an international team. He's playing good enough. Everyone's playing good enough for them except their back three. They offer nothing, really. That one bloke can attack the back three in the backs. The one bloke can attack, but he offers, they can't tackle mm. any of the three of them. So, can I, uh, not no, attacking so... Nile Oro, that's oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, if they pick those boys again. On a, on a hot, sunny day. Nabuli could mm-hmm. be back. He's useless, but he's big enough to stand in front of Nile Oro. Is that going to help, really? We've no, all seen... But they might have that Fijian agreement, like State did with Nile yeah, Oro. Just, just like, let him score. I'll let you cross if you Are you really mean. proud that he has that Wallaby 
cap to his name. No, Voro. No, Nabuli. No, that's outrageous. It's a waste of cash, mate. Yeah. Just check out ruining blokes' careers so they can't yeah. play for their other country. But so. everyone does that. Yeah. Eddie James did it with Murphy. Yeah. I think just think it's part of the game. I'm going Tars. Yeah. Not by, I, I'm going to go Tars, but I don't think by much. Even on a oh, I would love an upset. Hmm. Have the Tars that's lost at home yet? Is it fair to say they fire up a little bit more at home? It's not home, is it? It's, it's not, next door. Is it the neighbours? Mm. Um, all right, last one. Sharks back home against the Bulls. Oh, it's and the Sharks. A lot of travel for the Sharkies. Bulls coming off They've a bye. They've done well, but mm. I'm going Sharks through and through. Are you going to buy the shirt? If you if they, they win, win, I'll get a polo, yes. Yeah, get a polo. Yeah, just awesome. like your lines jerseys that you Sitting bought. in my room now. <laughs> Definitely not. That's why I got the rash, man. You know, does it say Cronulla on it as well? <laughs> um, yeah, I've got Sharks here. British and Irish. <laughs> Yeah, I got the Sharks too. All right, sweet. All right, talk of the town, boys. Can I um, jump in first? Um, talk of the town. This is a this is a big one. So starting April twenty third to April twenty sixth is the World Deaf Rugby Rugby Sevens World Cup. Awesome. Um, and no, what was look, that? It's going to be great. Right. Um, the World Deaf Rugby World Cup. Their countries coming: uh, Argentina, Australia, England, Fiji, Ghana. Hong Kong, Italy, Japan, Mongolia. Jesus. I've heard big things about their world <laughs> deaf rugby side. New Zealand, South Africa, and Wales. Um, and then there's a 15s test between Australia and Wales on the 27th. Well, you'll win um, that. you always beat Wales. Yeah, well, you'd hope. I think the Wales deaf side, from, from what I've heard, and I actually have heard, are a very good side. Yeah. Um, but what an incredible initiative that is actually set up. You know, where, do you, um, we have to find out some more details where it is, etc. Because it's such a cool thing to to uh, have have available. Yeah, um, we will spruik on our Twitter some of their stuff. So if you're interested, get behind it. Um, I know I've got a dog in this fight. My old man has volunteered and been running lots and lots of stuff, as well as many other people. But mm. Man, some hours go into stuff like this, mm. and it makes you wonder about every little rugby tournament that pops up. The grassroots the people who make it happen. Mm. Um, and I know without a lot of support from higher up, yeah. um, things have had to work hard on the ground. So awesome initiative. Yeah, any voluntary work in the name of rugby is not getting the, the credit it deserves. Mm. It's just a sport that's... But takes right, a lot of, it, granted, lot it? of it's run on goodwill because mm. cash is, as we three know, quite well scarce mm. in, yeah. in the industry we would give our blood for. Mm. But um, what do you guys think of, and let's try and keep our opinions aside Can, can I just make a little segue because you're talking about cash? Because I'm assuming I know what you're going to go on to. I don't think you do. Oh, okay. But go. I'm uh, talking about cash. Did you see the hour you um, posted nearly $4 million of loss this week? Well, it's not a surprise, is it? No. You're playing a bloke 800K to play club rugby. Mm. Um, you played a bloke 3 mil to fucking have sushi and blow out his knee. I reckon there's a pretty fair chance you're going to be running a loss. And and do you see what they tried to claim it on? They tried to push it on the, the removal of uh, uh, the unsuccessful test series, I think it was, the like, the June series about the teams, but also the removal of the Western Force. Well, sure. That, there's obviously... What do you mean the unsuccessful June series? Well, no, one shut up. No, one went to the, no one went to the Fiji, Scotland or Italy games. Look, say what you like really? about rugby. Mm. If many, Fox anyway. pulled away their money in Australia, it would be an amateur sport. Look at the grounds, mate. There's 8,000 people there. It's terrible. And Batuta Advocate, where they're posting memes, taking the piss out of it. I think they had um, 
Australian media managers do fuck all in a photo of someone doing nothing. Because you talk to people who don't know rugby, they, they legitimately don't even know the sport is still running. Listen to your workplace. Everyone chat about the league games and be part of a tipping comp. Mention the rugby. People don't even know it's still running. It yeah, is. Yeah. I was hoping this year is the first good year and you want to come on and be positive. Um, and, I, and I think the rugby has been positive, but you, you cannot deny that the groundswell, the support is just not there. Mm. Um, hopefully it's hopefully not. things begin to change. Hopefully it's a big series against Ireland. Hopefully some Australian success will, you know, as Ronald Reagan said, be trickled down and we'll start to see some benefits um, in the other formats of the game. But it is, yeah, $4 million loss, mate. That's a fucking great day at the office. Mm. Yeah, you'll take I thought that. It, I thought it would be much worse. Mm. Do you reckon Raylene's on more freight than Pulver? Um, I mean, you can't shit on Raylene at this point. She's I'm not going to shit on her. I'm going to say, but if you rehire, you've got to, they've got to make more money than their previous, don't they? That's, that's just that's how, fucking outrageous. Isn't that just how shit works? I don't know. I'm not a businessman. I'm not in the business of this shit. But you are businessman. I'm business-minded, yeah. but I'm not just, a businessman. And I'm only new to stats, so I'm just learning the numbers game. <laughs> are you new to hyperbole? Just chuck something out. <laughs> I was actually on my previous start. I was going to say, leave your opinions outside of it, but where do you guys stand on athletes um, vocalising their opinion on controversial topics or using their platform as a means of preaching? Um, or, you know, supporting things that support them, you it, know? It's a culturally impossible question in the sense of I'm totally for freedom of speech and I'm totally for people sharing their views and what someone thinks is positive because of their culture and religious beliefs, someone else may deem negative. Mm. So it's almost an impossible minefield and I, and I wish we would not shy away from it. I love when players stand up for, for important things, and I don't think we should say it's just football, just shut up and play football. If you look at the atrocity of how Adam Goods was treated, um, I think they should stand up. The problem is when they stand up for things which I think are in the 21st century, pretty black and white what side of history you're on, it's problematic. But I don't, I don't think we need to, need to be on the front page of every paper or you need to... You know, just just well, ignore. It's topical. Yeah, it is topical, and it's not okay to be bigot, a bigot, and it's not okay for the fourteen, fifteen-year-old boys who look up to these people and hear those things. Um, it's just a difficult one to navigate, and I'm glad I don't make those decisions. It'd be very hard to, because no doubt, would there not be something about remaining absent or in their contract or some form of club policy where? Don't comment on certain events. For example, if we go back to the Aaron Smith infidelities, no doubt they're also don't say anything, mate. You yeah, I'm sure anything. there's a common sense element to it, but I also love when a player stands up for something. Mm. Like, that. that is awesome. They shouldn't just be, like, stuck to the footy foot. If they can inspire and change culture and change young people's views on things, that's awesome. And they should use that platform. And if you think about things like the Rainbow Laces round, if you think about those sorts of initiatives or players tweeting about those things, that's awesome. So you've got to take the good with the bad, the tip for the tat. I don't know. It's hard. It depends what the bad is. And that's is. opinion. I think it, I think it's what the bad is. And I would argue the bad, I think we're all dancing around here, but certainly didn't in the intro. Um, <laughs> we were quite forward in the intro. <laughs> um, is probably right on that line where it's still probably acceptable. In the realms of someone's personal beliefs and values. Mm. I think sometimes the person is also campaigning for not just himself, but his community, for a community as well. 
Yeah, and and that's why I'm saying those cultural questions are tough because mm. they would see that as a noble pursuit. Mm. Um, but I just think, read a book. Mm. I find it interesting that he's um, started using his position as a as a platform, and he, he should. He's a big dude. Mm. He's a big dude in society, and, and he would be held in very high esteem in in the Polynesian you reckon culture. There's a few people tapping him on the shoulder, going, "Mate, can you please use this?" Your... Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, that's and what I think I mean. there'd be yeah. a lot of people tapping on the shoulder, saying, "Good on you." And I mean. They're not really entitled to that view, though, are they? No. Like that's no. That, I was that's, all, that's a, I didn't mind. No, his, um, no. Didn't mind his tweet about um, I'm not going to be voting guys for gay marriage. Yeah, that, that was all right. Yeah, look, I don't agree with it, but sure, you can. If someone else can say they are, you can say you're not. Kind of, but I wonder how history sees those things. I think if that's the same as arguing the 1960s, you know, I'm just going to tell people I'm I'm not voting to abolish. I'm not voting for the civil rights laws, just letting you know. Like, mm. I think history judges those people not very kindly. Mm. Um, but you're right, maybe in the present moment it's fair game. I don't know. Interesting. I mean, it's not that interesting, though, is it? No, no. it's not. It's minor. Yeah. <laughs> um, did any of you, either of you, to move on, did any of you, either of you, catch any of the Hong Kong Sevens? I did, actually. Yeah, I did too. Mm. Um, but I think... Say what you like, it was not a legitimate competition because all the teams are here for the Commonwealth Games. So it was a shell of a competition. It wasn't the normal standard. Still, fucking it was Hong still, Kong's a beautiful Jesus, stadium. it looked yeah. like a party and it looked amazing. If, if anyone Fijian, wants to get it done next year to I go, I would fucking love to go. I'd mm. kill a small child to go. No, I'm, Easy. no I'm not going to kill a child. <laughs> I'm going to put it out there. Uh, it looks incredible though, doesn't it? Apparently it looks like an app. I'm not killing a child, by the way. <laughs> it sounded like you were killing a child. <laughs> Someone give us tickets so we don't have to kill a child. <laughs> Please save the children. Okay. Um, it looks incredible, and it looks like so much fun. Fiji getting it done. Um, if they win the Commonwealth Games, am I not mistaken that they are currently mm-hmm. ranked number one, won the Olympic Games, won the Commonwealth? Or is the Blitzbuckers? Are they Haven't they won four in a row, Fiji? They've won four in Hong Kong in a row. I think the Blitzbuckers are number one in the competition right now. I may be wrong. They're very queen. Do you want to check that? Second. Uh, Ah, We'll push. Ah, But what do we think about the Sevens Commonwealth Games? Any thoughts? Any tips? Not in. I'd rather the Hong Kong Sevens to be a blinding success. I'm in for the girls because I don't think their platforms is big and things like this is huge for their sport. So I'm in for that. No, I'm in because I think as amazing as Hong Kong Sevens is for a rugby fan, this the Olympics and the Commonwealth Games is a chance to tap into the mainstream yeah. and it's undeniable one thing the AOU's gotten right, Sevens is the gateway drug to get people to play rugby like it is. I, yeah, you're right. But I'm I'm not in, and I'm, I'm a minority here, but I'm not in for the Commonwealth Games. No, I'm not that in either. I'm not in, man. It's just some rigid in some celebration of yeah. colonisation. Australia's winning, man. You're coming second. The fact that we have more medal, <laughs> we can't even fucking place in the actual Olympic Games. We're the ones pushing this Commonwealth shit so we can tell everyone we're okay at sport. It's worth the fucking 1.8 bill we dropped. It's only been swimming so far. Though. Yeah. Okay. First week, we always just should, should be a one-week Games. Glad you're successful. Well done, boys. <laughs> the yeah. poor guys haven't even spoken. Hold <laughs> on. Is India in the Commonwealth Games? Yes. But didn't they fucking break free in the fifties? No, all no. these people broke free. It depends whether like. What is this shit then? No, it's not. You're still Britain's bitch. It's you were at one stage Britain's. Because bitch. yeah, because it's not only there are some countries who are a republic and some countries aren't a republic. So and we're one of the game. few that is still a bitch. Yeah. 
So most of even if trade. we became a republic, we'd still have to show. Well, South Africa, South Africa is a republic. Decide. Yeah, you could decide. Uh, South Africa is a strange one because I mean, they are the Hollands bitch too at one point. Like they, yeah. they're they're a complete republic, and you think yeah. after the nineteen nineties they mm. would want to break free the shackles of this? So they're everyone's bitch, South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> Oh, it's a tough one. Uh, you know, and ask your question. I'm killing children. <laughs> to go back to your original question, I I actually like the fact that uh, for the casual fan, we like we use that phrase sometimes. Um, they're going to be watching sevens, and I like that for moving the game forward. Should Should we acknowledge Chucky Stanard then? Yeah, it's just, terrible. Man. Yeah, why anyone is doing that? I have no idea. It's yeah, you, the guy you would imagine no, for him and his emotions, it would be. You must alternate between everything's been taken away from you. A lifetime of hard work for this moment and then absolute gratefulness of how lucky you are if you think about how many of these disgusting attacks end up so much worse. Mm. Horrible. Just a horrible, horrible, unbelievable thing. Danny, maybe you'd be life in prison if you did it in. Yeah. At least I'm glad and the only silver lining, the owner and it's small... Least he's been able to. He's competed in the Commonwealth Games before. He's competed in an Olympics before, which is small. I know playing it. Well, not that I've ever done it or ever will, but playing in a home event must be amazing. As captain, as captain yeah. is is, and I'm not saying, but at least he's had the opportunity. But yeah, why anyone would ever do that, I, I have no idea. And purely in terms of just selfish, he's a very good rugby sevens player. And by all accounts, I've never met the guy, but also seems a very nice guy. Who is he? Well. Do we know who him? Just yeah, some there. some douchebag dude. Yeah. I don't know how... Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Fucking animals. Yeah, absolutely. Any more positive note you to get on? sourced by another country? What do you reckon? I don't know. I'm going to throw those allegations no, around. No, not in. We're over an hour in We're in a push. Whatever we say is never taken seriously at this point. <laughs> that one's really listening at this point, are they? <laughs> you know? All right, well, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week. Yeah. Yep. See you. Cheers. Yeah.